Hi, everyone. This is Tim Martinez, MPEC Healthcare's uh, co-founder and CEO. I'm happy to share with you all that I'll be conducting a weekly interview style employee spotlight uh, so that we can all get to know each other a little bit better and hear directly from the amazing people that make up this organization. I'm excited to, to, to do these interviews and I hope uh, you enjoy them. This week's spotlight is on Carmen Perez, Chicago area LCSW. I would just like to hear from you, you know, how is it that you first learned about us and, and what is it that, that, that essentially led you here? Like, why did you make the, the decision to come here? Right. Well, uh, you know, as you do when you're looking for, um, op you know, uh, opportunities, you know, to, to, to work, um, I actually came up, you know, I think it was on, in, on a job board indeed or something like that. You know, I was looking mm -hmm. for an opportunity and I uh, was intrigued by the, um, the posting. And I thought this would be something uh, interesting to, to look at it, you know, in terms of the population, um, primarily at that, you know, uh, that I would have the opportunity to work with, with the elderly. Um, it would be, it also was an opportunity for me to, I thought, well, this might be a good fit for me, given my my background in terms of having worked um, in. I'd never worked in a uh, long-term care facility, but I had worked in in a hospital setting, and I had worked in home care, uh, and also I have a, a background, a strong background, and an interest always in working with um, older adults. So it was just at that point, you know, just a. Uh, um, uh, something interesting to explore. And then I met um, Courtney. And so I, and she's, you know, uh, she was uh, pretty hard to, you know, she's so excited about, about <laughs> you guys. Um, I think, you know, it was pretty contagious. It was hard to resist <laughs> at that point. <laughs> so, so yeah. So then I thought, well, this is, uh, uh, if offered, uh, I thought this would be a great opportunity. Um, great. I also like the idea, and I think it's been reinforced through time, of working at a nursing home, but not for the nursing home, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and so that has that has been proven through time to be an, an, uh, an a, a good a good a good uh, uh, a good thing. So. I like that. that <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a really excellent point, and and something we don't talk about enough in terms of you know, we are mm -hmm. an independent third party. And so we're not beholden, right, to the direction of the, the various folks and, and all the kind of craziness that happens. So we're, our clinicians are really allowed to be there for the benefit of the patients and focus on that and solely that. That's um, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so long as they don't get pulled into the drama that sometimes happens. <laughs> yeah, which is sometimes, you know, difficult to do, but I, I like the, you know, I think they do, there are those, there are good boundaries. And, you know, like I said, I had never worked at a, at a long-term care facility. So seeing yeah. what social workers are, are, are put through to, to yeah. be very honest, yeah. it is not, it is, it is really quite, it's, it's really something. It's the responsibility that It's very, you know, the work that they do, it's just um, amazing. So I'm glad not to, not to have to that that's not my role <laughs> and yeah. I get a chance to do you know, go in and work with the, the patients and 
be supportive to the social workers in any way that I can and to the facility, yeah. but really it's very clear what I do. And even though I don't, I never like to say that's not my job. There are times when it's, you know, it's kind of like, oh, let me get the social worker for you on that. And then, but let's us focus on these other things, you know. So. Absolutely. Those boundaries are key. And, and, you know, that is something we talk about how our, our programs, and in, in this case, our clinical social workers do mm. allow for the community or facility social workers to do their job better because our clinicians who are trained to deal with behaviors and, and anything else, right? They're, they're addressing those things for them. And so the facility social workers should have more time to really do all the work that, that, that lands on their desk. So it should be a win-win for everybody. Yeah. So, so, so you, you, you're intrigued by the posting, um, Courtney's excitement for the program's infectious and you, you like the role. So you join us, um, obviously not knowing that there's going to be a global pandemic that affects our industry so much, but, um, you know, <laughs> with that, can you, yeah. can you share, can you share maybe an experience with a particular client or, or family, something that's been meaningful um, you know, it doesn't have to be COVID related, but just since you've been on board with us, um, that you'd be willing to share? Sure. Well, I think, you know, I really thought about this a lot because the, the, the work that we do as clinicians and in mental health, you know, it's, it's so often very difficult to measure the impact that we have. Mm-hmm. And so that's something, and I've been a social worker a really long time. So I, <laughs> I came to accept very early on in my career that uh, the validation that that most people get from their profession, social workers don't really have the opportunity to do this. So you have to find validation where you can get it. Yeah. Um, and so, but in this, interestingly enough, in this, with the COVID madness, um, I was able to get, you know, the opportunity, for example, I think about uh, the families that I was able to do telephone uh, family sessions with, the one in particular. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, there were several. I didn't, didn't, didn't do that many, but the ones that I did, I felt I w- they would thank me so profusely. The, you know, they would, the daughter, in one case, the daughter was, she was just very, very anxious herself because she didn't sure. know what was happening with her mom. She couldn't see her mother. She was herself afraid of becoming ill. And so having that weekly session with me was a lifeline for her and I could feel it. It was tangible and I could, and I felt so that this was such a, uh, it was very rewarding for me. Um, And then once they opened up again and now they're able to take her out and see her, we, we talked about terminating our tele. I said, I'm, I'm happy to, we can, we can do things in person now if you want, but Mm -hmm. it's not that necessary. And so that was really great. Um, I also had another um, client who, who uh, for a really long time had, was even having like failure to thrive and he would get out of bed and he was very depressed, very anxious. And a lot of that was exacerbated by the COVID shutdown. Um, And now all of a sudden recently, he sort of has made this big turnaround. He's like 180 and I'm not responsible for all of that. But he has said to me, he verbalized to me, I was like, oh, you know, his name is Boris. And I was like, Boris, you're just doing so great. And he said, you know, I want to thank you for the encouragement. 
he told me. He said, you always would tell me, get out of bed, get out of bed, get out of bed. Yeah. I, said, yes, I did. <laughs> I did tell you many times. And the thing is, I thought many times to discharge him, I thought, what am I doing here? What good, is, yeah. what, what good am I doing in this case? Mm-hmm. And for him to say that that, he, he, that was my voice in his head saying, get out of bed, Boris, get out of bed. And he thanked me for that. And I was like, you know, you only need one of those every once in a while to keep you going to say okay somewhere in there i'm making an impact and and that's all you really need to to keep you going you know a little bit longer and to let you know okay i'm doing i'm doing good here doing good yeah those yeah. those are two great examples you gave you gave me goosebumps um, <laughs> <laughs> that that is awesome um especially you know through through covid that was such a difficult time as the lockdown went into place and and, and people's family members were, you know, kept away and isolated. So to be able to <clears throat> awful to, to be able to pull that daughter into the room with you, you know, mm-hmm. albeit via phone mm-hmm. to know that her parent was being taken care of. That is just huge. So yeah. that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Thanks. That's awesome. All right. Well, um, you've, you decided to join us you you hang in there through a global pandemic (laughs) (laughs) do all this great work um if you wouldn't mind sharing with me you know we we all have choices on you know where we choose to practice or work or who we choose to work with um uh, probably more today than ever before as this kind of talent crunch is is becoming real and it's happening right um what is it that what is it that keeps you you know at MPAC? Yeah, well, I have to say, um, initially, um, adapt, learning this model, um, I mean, having worked my entire career as a salaried person, um, and never been in, you know, even though I was licensed, I've never uh, practiced privately. And it was, it was a learning, it was a bit of a learning curve to mm-hmm. learn about this whole, you know, okay, I can only bill, I can only make money if I bill. <laughs> that was, I had a bit of a, of a, existential you know crisis with that um but i've come to learn and you know and again courtney was was key and several other members of the of the of the of the staff in you know human services and also um in the in um human resources and Mm -hmm. uh, other colleagues who'd been here you know who had been uh had preceded me in, in joining mpac we're able to say, hang in there. You got, you know, you got this. You're gonna. It's gonna take a little time. Try this. Try that. And eventually, you know, I came to uh, figure things out. And and um, it's now. It's a gr- for me. It's kind of like it's a great marriage between working. Um, um, uh, you know, working for an organization, but yet being an independent contractor without the headaches of the of the overhead you know if, you know if I was completely private you know you have all these other issues you have to deal with administratively yeah. and so I've come to and I've come I really I, I like the independence um, and 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 uh, and as COVID is uh, has created also you know the mark you know there's lots of jobs but there's lots of uncertainty and mm-hmm. so I felt um, really fortunate that in the midst of all of that, you know, people are losing their homes. People are sure were without work. And even though it was risky, I had to come into a, an environment mm-hmm. that was um, where I, until we had vaccines, we were putting ourselves at risk. 
Mm -hmm. um, but we went in, we took precautions. Um, and having gone through all of that, it's like, you know, no, I mean, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> I, it's kind of like, this is like, I, I feel like, okay, now I'm on the other side of this. Um, this is a, this is a great, uh, and I, I feel even though we're not, you know, we're kind of out here on our own. I do yeah. feel the company behind me. I know that if I ever, um, find myself in a, in a, uh, in a bind of some sort. I know that Courtney is just a phone call away. Abby's a, you know, phone call away. Um, mm -hmm. Susan, everyone, I know that you're there. They're there. We don't have to be talking every day. I know they're there. Um, yep. And that makes me feel, you know, uh, that gives me a sense of security. And I, and I have always felt valued. Um, and I think that that's, valued and respected and i think that when you feel valued and respected then the other things sort of one place would like taking more money or there's only so many people you can see and give yeah. them quality care <laughs> and then there's the documentation oh my lord you know just yeah those notes done my yep. family's me i can't do that i gotta go finish my notes you know <laughs> but um but you work it out i've gotten much better at getting my notes done so um it's all uh, you know so i feel like yeah no this is a this this is a, a you know an environment and in a situation i i i feel like and i'm at the uh, in some ways at the other end of my career you know so i'm looking at um i feel you know, like this is where i want to be for however long i need to you know i'm gonna be so working person <laughs> Awesome. Well, let's be... I think, well, oh, maybe when I retire, you guys will let me work part time or something. I don't know. We'll absolutely. <laughs> that's still, that's still some years ahead. Well, no, we, we absolutely. I, so it's funny you bring that up. First of all, I'm really happy to hear that you're not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> second of all, you know the way you laid out the model, we very much put a lot of thought into how do we create an environment where professionals are really allowed to practice without all the headaches of what it takes to practice independently. So we tried to find this marriage of set up the structure, set up the compensation model to where it allows for flexibility. If somebody, you know, doesn't want to maybe work full time or wants to work more, but be able to earn more, we wanted to be able to build that in and not just have a salary and everybody's getting paid the same and, you know, and, and, and good luck. So I'm glad that even though it takes a little while to get used to <laughs> that it's, it's something, you now you know, embrace and it's working for you. And I hope it works for everybody because, because um, that's what we try to do. So, um, and yeah, with yeah. that, um, you know, should you, should you want to one day when, when you do retire and you want to continue to practice this model allows for that to be, Hey, I want to, I want to keep going for a yeah. little bit. Or I want to, I want to keep a certain pa patient population that I, that I want to continue to see. Um, it, it allows for that. So absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> Something to look forward to. <laughs> More ways <Yeah>. than one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. I, I really, really appreciate your time today. I really appreciate uh, you sharing your experiences with me. And like I said at the beginning, really appreciate you rowing the boat, um, you know, you. both pre-COVID and, and most importantly, through COVID and, and being a part of the team. So uh, really happy Thank to have you, you and, and appreciate Thanks. your time and, and appreciate you. Thank you, Tim. Thank you very much. It's been nice talking to you. You too.